welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. John 8 12 reads, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. One wonders if this proclamation, which is only reasonable if the speaker is a son of God, took place during the Feast of Tabernacles. Commentators tell us on the first evening of the feast, two huge golden lamps, which stood one on each side of the altar of burnt offering in the temple court, were lighted as the night began to fall and radiated a brilliant flood over temple and city, while far into the midnight, groups of rejoicing, singing worshipers clustered about. What was the meaning of these great lights that flashed through the warm autumn nights of the festival? All the parts of the feast were intended to recall some feature of the 40 years' wanderings in the wilderness. The lights by the altar were memorials of the pillar of cloud by day and of the fire by night. When Jesus says, I am the light of the world, he declares himself as being in reality to every soul of man to the end of time what that cloud with its heart of fire was in outward form to one generation of desert wanderers. This cloud was a visible divine presence. The Lord went before them in a pillar of a cloud. Moreover, the glory of the Lord has a very specific meaning in the Old Testament. It usually signifies that brightness, the flaming heart of the cloudy pillar, which at once manifested and hid God, and was a worthy symbol of him who remains after all revelation unrevealed. The thick darkness in which he dwells is but the glorious privacy of perfect light. When the moving tabernacle was replaced by the temple, again the cloud filled the house of the Lord, and there, dwelling between the cherubim above the mercy seat and behind the veil in the thick darkness of the Holy of Holies, shone the light of the glory of God. But long centuries past, that light had departed. Shall we not then see a deep meaning and reference to that awful blank when Jesus stood there in the courts of that temple, whose inmost shrine was in the saddest sense empty, pointed to the quenched lamps that commemorated a departed Shekinah, and said, I am the light of the world. He is the light of the world, because in him is the glory of God. That Christ, like the pillar of cloud and fire, guides us in our pilgrimage. That pillar exercised absolute control of all the marches and hearts, halts of the otherwise wandering nation. When it was taken up, they journeyed. When it settled, they camped. As long as it lay spread above the tabernacle, there they stayed. Impatient eyes might look and impatient spirits chafe. No matter. The camp might be pitched in a desolate place, away from wells and palm trees, away from shade, among fiery serpents and open to fierce foes. No matter. As long as the pillar was motionless, no man stirred. Weary, slow days might pass in this compulsory inactivity, but whether it were two days or a month or a year that the cloud tarried upon the tabernacle, the children of Israel journeyed not, and when it lifted... No matter how short had been the halt, how weary and footsore the people, how pleasant the resting place. Up came the tent pegs, watcher uh, immediately, and away. If the signal were given at midnight, when all but the watcher slept, or at midday, it was all the same. There was a true commander of their march. It was not Moses, but that stately, solemn pillar that floated before them. 
how they must have watched for the gathering up of its folds as they lay softly stretched along the tabernacle roof, and for its sinking down and spreading itself out like a misty hand of blessing as it sailed in the van. I am the light of the world. We, you and I, have in him a better guide through worse perplexities than theirs. By his spirit within us, by an all-sufficient and perfect example of his life, by the word of his gospel, and by the many indications of his providence, Jesus is our guide. How gentle and loving that guidance is. Have you talked to him today? You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.